sometimes it takes a different approach to help you unlock your true potential. With Capella University's game-changing FlexPath learning format, you gain relevant skills you can apply to your career right away. Earn your degree from an accredited university and be confident in the quality of your education. Imagine your future differently at capella.edu. Capella University is accredited by the Higher Learning Commission. Learn more at capella.edu slash accreditation. Hey, Jolenta. Hey, Kristen. It's been a while since we talked to Brooke. Uh, for real, our friend who was uh, struggling with the L.A. dating world, and I very much want to know if she's still seeing that guy she picked up. Yeah, and even if she's not, is she still trying to be a little more open and vulnerable in her dating life? Is mm. she still feeling good about things? We need to check in on her and get all the hot takes. Yes, and we also need to get to this giant pile of listener mail that came in. Well, I guess we should probably get this We Love You and So Can You follow-up episode started. Let's do it. After each main episode of We Love You and So Can You, we do a follow-up with the most recent guest because, like you, we're dying to know how they're doing. Last week, our episode focused on Brooke, a smart, successful, beautiful 30-something single woman in L.A. who wanted to feel excited about dating again after a long period of feeling anti-excited about dating. (laughs) And after two weeks of living by our prescription— two big things happened with Brooke. First, she came to realize that she was putting walls up around herself that maybe made dating even harder than it needed to be. And the second thing was, she went out on three dates with a guy who seemed pretty great. That she initiated the conversation with. Yes. So, shall we see how Brooke is doing now? Yes, yes, yes. Lindsay, Lindsay, get her on the line, please. Hello? Hi. Hey, Brooke. How How are are you? you? Oh, Jinx. How are you? (laughs) I'm doing well. I'm doing well. Uh, What's going on, y'all? We're we're just so excited to talk to you and hear all about how you've been doing since we left you. This is such a high-pressure check-in. No, it's not. (laughs) Stop it. As long as you are feeling you, that's all I care about. Yeah. Um, well, things are going great. Um, oh, Kristen, I don't want to let you down. I You're feel not like- going to let me down. You're not going to let me down. You just heard the loud inhale. Sorry. She's just Sorry. I'm the trying word to- great. That's I, all. I, I'm, not trying to, I'm not trying to step on your story. I'm not trying to predict anything. I'm just doing a deep <laughs> inhale because I'm readying myself for what's ahead. That's all. Okay. Okay. Um, well... Yeah, I mean, things are really good. I don't actually have any, like, major updates. Mm-hmm. Um, I will say I just texted a couple friends a few days ago, and I was like, I'm the happiest I've been. <laughs> hey, <Whoa>. puppy. <laughs> Pepita. Pepita's happiest she's come, ever been, too. Come, come. She's so happy. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm the happiest I've been in two years, and it's, wow. like, not at all tied to being in a relationship. Oh, that's so great. Why? What do you think shifted? I don't know. I really don't know. I can't tell you, but I know that things are good. I don't have any like big relationship updates. I did go on several dates with um, the guy from the party. Party guy. (laughs) 
party guy. Um, and I think ultimately we were kind of in different places because he'd recently gotten out of a relationship. So, mm. um, which is fine. Totally. But I think like I made a friend, which was cool. Mm, he's actually really cool. great. And you, I mean, you and practiced me- opening up to someone new and like meeting them in a way that that old you might have shied away from, you know, a nice assertive like, hey, eyes at the party guy. And maybe that mm-hmm. guy has some other friends. Hey, oh. uh. <laughs> yeah, who knows? Who knows? Who knows what will happen? Um, I'm sure I'll have more updates for you in a few months. Oh, I cannot wait. So so how is your happiness playing out in your day-to-day life these days? How How are we seeing evidence of all this great joy you're feeling? Oh, I think there's just like stillness in a way. Like I don't feel frenetic about like... Mm -hmm. Figuring out the dating stuff or like, I don't feel pressured to be in a certain place. I'm just kind of like, you know, flowing. Yeah. Um, And I have been going out a lot more and I'm just kind of like open to whatever comes, but not like forcing anything. Right. Yeah. That's fantastic. Good, good, good. (laughs) I like that. I feel like that probably happens, at least for me, when... There's something I've been putting off, and it starts to feel like bigger and bigger and bigger. And then when you actually do the bits of the thing you've been putting off that are within your control, you're like, ah, oh, it's not that bad. And it's not this sort of looming cloud over me about, like, I could be doing more about X, Y, and Z, or, you know. And it's like, I've done what I can, and I'm just going to enjoy myself. Yeah, I think that was what was really great about the exercises you guys gave me. Um, it sort of like activated me in a way I hadn't been activating in, you know, a long time or maybe ever. Mm. Um, and so now I'm able to sort of just like go out and have fun and like stay open to like the possibilities. But I don't feel like, you know, I need to be grinding on the mm-hmm. dating. Like it doesn't feel like this, like you said, looming thing that has to be like a ton of really hard work. It just like I can have fun with it. Yeah. Yeah. And you just mentioned the word open there, which was something that was a running theme in your episode was openness and vulnerability. Um, do you feel that you're practicing that now in a bigger way than you were when we first met with you? Yeah, totally. And I think that's kind of what lent me to become friends with the person that I uh, met at the party with Party Guy. Because um, <laughs> I was really open about all that. And it allowed us to talk about stuff, you know, um, specific to where we were and what we were looking for. And that was great too. So yeah. Yeah. You guys should write a book or something. (laughs) Stop it. No, but that makes sense that like in being able to be vulnerable and like take stock of, of like situations and what you want and voicing, you know, concerns or whatever, or just hopes that like instead of feeling, you know, maybe slighted, that this didn't go any further. You're like, oh no, I put myself out there. He put himself out there. We're not in the same place. I'm like, doesn't mean it's shitty. Yeah, no, no, absolutely not. Yeah. And have you found your conversations with your friends have been a little mm. bit more positive as well? This is something that you hinted at. Oh, yes, for sure. Oh, uh, nice. Oh my gosh, yeah. everything's changing. Yeah, I mean, I, they might be kind of over me because I'm like, <laughs> it's going to be great. <laughs> no, that's, I think that's, I'm assuming what most of your friends want for you. Yeah, yeah. I mean, because I'm also, they are also dating and they'll share stories and they're like, oh, you know, this happened. It's terrible. And I'm like, no, listen, uh, y'all, there's no rush. Like direction, not speed, guys. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I like it. Oh, my gosh. That's yeah. that's like my new motto. I love I know. that. Direction, I want a not speed. T-shirt. 
<laughs> Put it on a shirt. Are you a writer? <laughs> um, how about like your assertiveness? Have you have you locked eyes with anyone lately or been like, hey, you seem cool. Give me your number. That's interesting. Let me think on that. Or on like um, smaller level, like that guy's cute, like to a friend that you wouldn't normally say it out loud to. Weird. I haven't really run into anyone I find interesting lately. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but yes, I think that I am prepared to lock eyes yeah. and <laughs> engage. I like um, that. Yes. <laughs> I just cannot believe the change here versus when we first met you. I mean, you are putting yourself out there, actually physically going to mm-hmm. more places yeah, than you ever were before. Yes, to oh more Oh my gosh, things. yeah. I'm really out in these streets, y'all. Like, I go to events and stuff. <laughs> nice. That's good. It's great. So you're going out there where the men are. You're yeah. actually, and other people. And you're going out there with more openness and vulnerability. You're talking more positively with your friends. Mm-hmm. Your attitude has changed overall about the possibilities. I mean— You're the, gigglier, for sure. The, this is like by far the best outcome that we could have dreamed of for you. Totally, but, oh, this is fantastic. So I'd be worried if we were like walking you down the aisle already. I'd be like, <laughs> I think this is too soon and fast. <laughs> well, you guys could give a speech at the wedding. What are you saying? Oh, <laughs> I mean, we do love a good speech, but I'd rather your your long term happiness over a speech. Yes. Yeah. Direction, yeah, not speed. <laughs> yeah. Yay. Oh my gosh, I learned that from this wise woman named Brooke. <laughs> Listen, I'm sure I I learned that from someone else. You know, just passing down the knowledge. Oh, nice. <laughs> Well, Brooke, thank you so much for the update. We know everybody listening right now is cheering for you. Jalenta, she and I are cheering for you right now. We're just we're just so thrilled with how much love we can hear oozing from you. Yeah. Self-love. Um, and and then just, you know, going out into the world with yeah. that self-love. Event love. Yes, all of it. Oh, thanks, y'all. Well, I'll keep you updated um, because, you know, you are a part of whatever happens oh, next. Oh, yay. <laughs> Yay! We'll talk to you soon. Yes. Yay. (laughs) Bye-bye, Brooke. Oh, Jolenta, I am so thrilled to hear that Brooke is in such a good headspace around this. I mean, you and I were joking earlier that we would love to hear if she's still with that guy, but I think that that's probably the least important part of this whole equation here. Totally. Just she's so much more open. I think she is approaching things in a much more positive way you know like we talked about less swiping angrily on the toilet feeling frustrated more trying to be in a in a like open accepting more neutral headspace yeah and just the fact that she said she's the happiest she's been in years oh my god that's like so beyond anything that you and I ever planned on with Brooke to, totally. to make her the happiest she's been in I years. I mean, that's never that's never in the plan, but it's a really great byproduct. Yes. But and I think at least when I feel that kind of happiness, it's also like I think a lot of a relief, you know? She did a lot of the like sort of obstacle steps that I think she had thought of as like in her way to like being more open or comfortable with being like yep I'm single and looking for this thing specifically mm-hmm. and just once you sort of get those looming sort of amorphous tasks out of the way it's such a relief and you're like oh I revamped my dating style I have more you know sense of what I'm looking for and like this isn't a large looming shitty cloud that makes me feel like a failure all the time. Yeah. It's just one more thing that I can be happy about when I want to be. I'm exactly. open to it. No matter what, yeah. I'm happy about it and I'm happy about life. And so, Brooke, thank you so much. We know you're listening, Brooke. 
Thank you so much for being a part of our show and sharing your journey with the show. And for everybody else out there who's been writing and saying, I want to be the yes, next Brooke. You, you can, can be. Yes. If you want to be the next Brooke and tell us about a predicament and have us dictate all the things you should try and hold you accountable, you should write to us at weloveyoupod at gmail.com. Again, that is weloveyoupod at gmail.com if you have any feedback for guests or if you want to be a guest yourself. We're going to take a quick break, but when we're back, we'll hear from some of you out there and your thoughts on the Brooke episode. So stay with us. There are over 75 million monthly Tubi viewers. That's more people than there are influencers on the internet. Which means Tubi is more popular than sponsored posts for digestive enzymes and high-coverage foundation. More popular than soft-launching your boyfriend. More popular than making boomers explode with rage when you tell them how much you make on a single post. Tubi. It's more popular than influencers. See you in there. At Capella University, you'll get support from people who care about your success. From before you enroll to after you graduate, pursue your goals knowing help is available when you need it. Imagine your future differently at capella.edu. We are back, and now we have some listener mail from our Brooke episode. And first and foremost, a lot of you wanted to reassure Brooke that she's not alone in the bad date department. You know, Brooke had that horror story about the guy who wanted to meet with her essentially just to show her a script and, like, get some connections. Yeah, it's called Tinder, not LinkedIn, dude. hey yeah. Um, <laughs> But a lot of you had some similar stories that were just as frustrating. Yes, I love this one from Laura. And Laura, sorry if we're pronouncing your name wrong. It's spelled very cool, L-U-R-A. Yeah. yeah, very cool. So Laura says, I went on a date with a coworker. He worked stock and I worked customer service. He complained and said he was overqualified. He was 22, it was his first job, and he had no college. So I asked what he meant. His response? Well, I'm white. Boof. No. That's when you leave the date. Laura. Oh. Being white and 22 and male does not qualify you for lots of upper management. And definitely doesn't qualify you for a second date. Hey, oh, my God. No. Bad, bad, bad date. Uh, this one is from Jennifer, who says, I was on a first and only date with a guy who decided to spend a good share of the meal giving me dieting tips. Oh. What was interesting is that he had a pot belly and I was not overweight at all. Oh, my God. Run. No. No, Run. no, 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 no. What no. would, like, what do you even do when I, confronted with that? Literally I, just run? I have no idea. I have no idea. I mean, like, it, I don't know how, <laughs> Jennifer, how did you, how did you just, like, survive encountering a person like that? Yeah. So disappointing. Horrible. Oh, Jennifer, I hope you gave him some tips right back. Yeah. Like, um, leave this restaurant. I'm yeah, going like, to enjoy go this meal alone. and don't speak to women like this. <laughs> Bye. Or anyone. Yeah. I love this one from Mariana. She says, I went on a date with a guy, and he said we'd go to a nicer restaurant, but somehow we ended up at Taco Bell instead. Then we had nothing to talk about. Afterward, he kept sending me texts about ways to make lots of money Ooh. through what I'm sure was a pyramid scheme. 
Yeah, no, that was an MLM meeting, not a date, Mariana. And oh, I'm very sorry gosh. that you got tricked into that. The thing is, if you just buy 10,000 leggings and then you meet eight friends who also want to buy 10,000 leggings to sell. Then, easy peas. Yeah, it's easy. You're a millionaire. Before you know it, you'll be only $80,000 in debt. Try it, Mariana. Although, Mariana, I do have to say there's nothing wrong with the Taco Bell date. Get me that 99-cent menu double-decker taco, which I'm sure is dating myself as to how old I am. But... It's delish. Man, when I was in high school, it was one of my favorite lunches, the 59-79-99 menu, which oh, that dates me even more. I know I know that menu, though. Yeah, you know it, but I don't mm. know if everybody listening oh, knows Do you remember it. when they used to have those, like, little sort of cinnamon, like, crunchies? Yes. You guys, yes. I could talk about Taco Bell for so long, apparently. Not a sponsor. This is free advertising for you guys. <laughs> um, let's get to our next bad date, shall we? Yeah. Uh, this is from Mike, who says, I had a guy on the third date tell me that I should know at that point whether or not he and I would be together forever. That was our last date. Of course it was, Mike. I mean, because Mike you had to run did for the realize <laughs> uh, we're not going to be together forever if this is how you operate. Wow. To have to know on the third date, that's a lot of pressure. That is a lot. I also know people who, like, got confronted with that and, like, were engaged in two months, mm. which also scares me on the other end. Wow. I love my husband to death, but if you asked me on the third date if we would be together forever— I, I, I probably would have said no about mine. I have no idea. I would. Yeah, I'd be I would, like, I don't know. I would this be like, is our third date. Yeah, I'd be like, I've spent less than 10 hours with this person. Why would I know now? I'd be like, I don't know his penis by heart yet. I can't tell you anything. <laughs> oh, Danielle has an excellent story. Danielle says, I am a psychologist. On a date with an equally educated man, a woman jetted across the street in front of us in a party dress, and my date said, oh, she's asking for it. Nope. Asking for what I said, to which he replied, sex, obviously. Mm -mm. No one wears a dress like that unless they want to get some. Rather than say all the responses I could have said about how she maybe was wearing that dress because she liked it or because she wanted to look nice for herself, I just said, look, we are both 39 years old <laughs> and have doctorates. If you think that was an appropriate thing to say to me, I don't know what to say now. I think I should drive you home. Yes, Danielle. <laughs> oh, I mean, honestly, that's a far better response. And it, like, does the emotional labor without having to educate him yeah. in a way. Like, it's perfect. Instead of giving all the reasons, like, it's wrong, just be like, look, we are both smart enough to know you shouldn't have said that. Yeah. If you don't understand, drop me off. Like, yeah. also, just fucking think about this yourself. Yeah. Also, why would I want to be on a date with a man who says anything about other women in the room, regardless of what he's saying. Yeah. Like, like, like you just, like to shit talk women? Like, like how is that a comment that's, like, going to move this date forward? Like, what are you offering with that comment other than just, like, some annoying sexism? Yeah. And I don't care if you're, like, I mean, that's really bad. They're saying mm -hmm. a woman's asking for it. But it would be bad also if he were saying how hot she looked. It would be bad if he were saying she needed to lose weight. Like, why do you need to comment on this woman's body? Yeah, Did you just, comment on every guy that crossed the street, yeah, too? Yeah, just don't do that. Don't comment on other women when you're on a date with a woman. Don't do that. Just, like, don't be dumb <sighs> and shitty. Well, on that note. <laughs> yeah. Thank goodness not everyone who wrote in this week had horror stories. Yes. Some of you had great stories of finding love that maybe didn't start off so great and ended up great. So let's share some of those stories, Joanna. Those are the best stories. This is from a different Jennifer than who wrote previously, who says, 
I met my now husband at a poetry reading. I was there with a few of my single friends. He was the featured poet, so we were all swooning. After the event, a bunch of us, including my husband, went out to a 24-hour diner. There was clearly chemistry between us, but my other friend had offered to give him a ride home. She took the long way home and desperately tried to get him to sleep over at her house. He said he felt held hostage for an hour, and she nearly (laughs) refused to drop him off at his house. After we had been casually dating for a few months, I found out that friend had one of her ex-boyfriends write him a letter of recommendation as to why he should date her, including detailed experiences of her performance in bed. You can't make this shit up, but my husband and I are together now. Whoa, what kind of friend is that? Honestly, if I got letters of recommendation from the ex-partners of people I've dated, like, I'd be on board. I don't think I would. I I like a reference. I mean, I like a reference, too, but wow. Um... Jennifer, I'm just glad you ended up with your poet and that both you and your poet husband see that wacky friend for what she was. Wacky. Very wacky. And a truly tenacious delight. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) Jolenta loves her, I think. I'm really identifying with the friend for some reason, and I like it. (laughs) And I'm saying, you don't need to be friends with her anymore. I'm saying— It's totally fine to never be friends with that person again. It's fine. She'll be fine. She clearly knows how to get what she wants. (laughs) All right. I love this letter from Catherine about the ups and downs of her finding love here. So she says, I actually have a happy story in which a meh first date turned into something more. I had given up on online dating but decided to briefly get back on to distract myself from a painful, unrequited love situation with a coworker. Mm. Figured I'd try going out just a couple of times. The first had great mental chemistry with me, but then pretty much disappeared after three dates. The second wasn't the most thrilling first date, a little awkward and interviewee, though the guy was very attractive and nice. Fortunately, he asked me out two more times after that, and though I nearly canceled our third date because I wasn't really feeling it, I decided to give it one more chance. I really started to fall for him that night when we watched a DVD together. Yes, this was back when people still used Mm, DVD players. Now he's my husband. I guess my advice is don't be afraid to get back out there and give it a second or third chance if there aren't necessarily fireworks on the first date. That's nice. I agree. I mean, if if I didn't give stuff a chance for about a year, I probably wouldn't be with my <laughs> husband. Give it a 32nd chance, a 34th chance. Yeah. No, I mean, my husband and I were, were friends with benefits for a year, really messy. And I was like, I don't like him, but clearly I'm physically attracted to him. And we have this sexual chemistry that's undeniable, but like he's a goober. And then I was like, wait, I love goobers. But it (laughs) took me a year to be like, oh, I'm dating this person. Yeah. And then sometimes, you know, I think about my non- We broke up like three times probably. (laughs) Like we were fucking mess. Sorry. What about your No, it's okay. But I think about my Nana's era. And back when she was younger, she said, oh, I would go out with lots of guys at once. And mm-hmm. she's like, oh, I would go with Earl to the dance, and I'd go with Marvin to the movies, and I'd go with so-and-so, and I'd go out with a lot of them until I'd figure out which ones I liked best. So sometimes she was going out with guys, you know, 10 or 20 times while also going out with 10 or 20 other guys that many times. And You never know which, like, dud might actually turn out to be the dude. Yeah, and she didn't put any expectation on needing to know in the first few dates. Like, yeah, Marvin's it. It's all like Marvin. A, like our, our guy who was like, so, it's our third date. Do we know where we stand forever? <laughs> yeah. Sometimes it might take a while. Sometimes you're going to date lots of people at once and one of them will stand out to you. 
It's all fine. Sometimes one of the sleepers will come in first. Yes. I do love that Catherine ended her letter with a little nugget of advice, which is so good. And we also got a voicemail with some really good advice from a listener in Amsterdam named Sarah. Here's what she had to say. Actually, I made a list for myself, um, inspired by the episode. It's not the same, but it's, yeah, it's a list with um, things I can do. So I hope that will help me. At least I'm, I'm already a bit more positive. And I think being open about what you want is a very important first step. So I am going to do that. And another step in my list is to be aware of how I feel in my body when I meet someone instead of thinking how impressed I am by that person. Oh, I love that. You really should focus on how are you feeling and are you enjoying the moment? And Mm -hmm. I mean, we all should. And, you know, I think we spend a lot of time, especially. I forget that. Yeah, I, I think society especially tells women that yes. we should worry a lot about what other people think well, about it's us. Like, like when I was on dates, I normally spend so much time only worrying about, like, did I say that thing right? Did that sound stupid? Does Do I look okay? How do I look while I'm eating this? Like, And it's like, oh, wait, what about checking in with myself to be like, how do I feel around this person? Yeah. Am I getting butterflies or do I want to barf? I don't know. Like, yeah. Am I just being stunned by what the person looks like or? Or am I paying attention to actually how I feel? Yeah. Yeah. All of those things are Such so important. Such a good point. Yeah. Love it. And also just love that we have someone from Amsterdam calling I in with know. us. I know. Keep yes. the calls coming and keep them coming from far away. Yes. Yeah. So thank you, everybody who wrote in. And thank you, Sarah, for calling in. Reminder, if you want to leave us a voicemail message, we love hearing your messages. Our phone number is 601-LOVE-171. That's 601-568-3171. One seven one. All right, we are going to take a quick break, but when we come back, we're going to share our We Love You recommendations for the week and give you a preview of next week's episode. There are over 75 million monthly Tubi viewers. That's more people than there are influencers on the internet which means Tubi is more popular than sponsored posts for digestive enzymes and high-coverage foundation. More popular than soft-launching your boyfriend. More popular than making boomers explode with rage when you tell them how much you make on a single post. Tubi, it's more popular than influencers. See you in there. Sometimes it takes a different approach to help you unlock your true potential. With Capella University's game-changing FlexPath learning format, you gain relevant skills you can apply to your career right away. Earn your degree from an accredited university and be confident in the quality of your education. Imagine your future differently at capella.edu. Capella University is accredited by the Higher Learning Commission. Learn more at capella.edu slash accreditation. We are back, and now it's time for our We Love You recommendations for the week. These are things that filled our hearts with joy this week. Ooh, so much joy. Kristen, do you want to go first? Sure. So my recommendation for the week is the Instagram feed of Dante 
Collie. Or is it Dante Collie? I don't know who you're talking about. Oh, you don't know him? Oh, my God. He's amazing. It's spelled D-O-N-T-E dot C-O-L-L-E-Y. He makes videos of himself dancing while juggling words and pushing words around the screen. And the words all say things like, you can do this. Yes. Keep freaking going. You got this, girl. You're doing great. And he's just an outstanding dancer. He has a stellar smile. He's so positive. And anytime I'm feeling down about the world, he's just a wonderful reminder that there's fun and kindness and joy and humor out there. And for all the single people out there, I highly recommend watching his videos before going on dates. Because back in my single days, I had a whole playlist of videos I'd watch and songs I'd listen to uh, to get amped out before I would head out on my dates. And I think those songs and videos helped me go in with a positive, more Mm. open attitude, and they allowed me to enjoy dating more. So I I recommend checking out Dante Colley's Instagram feed and then just in general, having, you know— some music or videos you turn to before you head out on your dates to go in there with a playful, positive attitude. How about you, Jolenta? Kristen, I'm going to go the other way with inspiration this week. Uh, You're you're looking at your uplifting inspiration. I'm going to look at sort of your, oh, I'm so glad that's not me, inspiration when it comes to dating. And I would like to pretty heavily recommend the inaugural season of 90 Day Fiance the Other Way. Ooh. It is. When things go bad. So intense. And it's about Americans moving to go be with their foreign partners as opposed to the foreign partners um, getting the 90 Day Fiance visa to come to the States. Yeah, And some of these stories of like long-term catfishing and secret families and like hidden agendas, you just watch these stories, you learn about different cultures, you get horrified by, like, the racism and small-mindedness of our culture, and you get to see these relationships that are full of love and and tumultuousness and go, oh my gosh, my dating life is so simple compared to this. I am so (laughs) lucky. I love it. And uh, it's truly an inspiration and just a fascinating watch. Love it. Love it. So again, our We Love You recommendations for the week are 90 Day Fiancé. The Other Way. The Other Way from Jolenta and Dante Collie from me. Hit them up. Get inspired. All right, Jolenta. It's now time. It's time for our brief teaser of next week's episode. Yes, it is. Hit it, Lindsay. There's no episode next week. What? Um, what did you say, Lindsay? This is our last episode of the season, you guys. Oh, my gosh. Are you sure? Didn't we just start like five seconds ago? Well, we did just start producing our second season. Oh. Remember? That's what I'm thinking about. That other season of We Love You. And we've also been working hard on our bonus episodes. Ah, yes. That's right. We've been putting together a really fun special bonus season just for y'all. Uh, it is such a fun season. We're talking about all of our own experiences with the predicaments our guests have been going through because, yeah, they're specific to each guest, these predicaments, but also they're totally relatable. Like, we can all relate. Yes, and on top of that, 
we'll be diving into some of the predicaments y'all have been emailing us about that we didn't actually have time to, you know, book you for and have you on the show for, but we've just been getting so much mail. So we'll also be addressing some of those letters that have been coming in. Yeah, because we still want to give you advice or maybe a step or two to try, you know? So just watch out for those bonus episodes. They're going to be coming at you in this feed starting December 3rd. And don't forget, we also host Buy the Book, so check that out, too. And that's it for this episode of We Love You and So Can You. Our producer is the wonderful Lindsay Cradwell, who hit it out of the ballpark this entire season with guest booking, with writing, with cutting tape, with all of her brilliant ideas, with promoting okay, the show, okay, with everything. Okay, Kristen. <laughs> She's done it all. She's a one-woman band, and we love her. Our editor is John Delore. Daisy Rosario is our executive producer. Chris Bannon is our chief content officer. Casey Holford composed our theme song and mixed this episode. Also, did I mention Lindsay Cradwell, our producer? So great. We love her. <laughs> Thanks for season one. Um, also, stay in touch with us. Do you have a predicament you need help with? Do you have feedback for a guest or advice for a guest? Email us. Hit us up at weloveyoupod at gmail.com. Also, tweet at us. We're at We Love You Pod, at Kristen Meinzer, or at Talenta G. And of course, you can always leave us a voicemail at 601 Love 171. That's 601 568 3171. And don't forget, we love it when you rate us and review us in Apple Podcasts or Stitcher. It helps other people find the show, know about how great the show is, know about how much we love you. And if you haven't already, tell a friend about the show. Tell a blind date about the show. Tell a Tinder date about the show. Tell, tell somebody Lindsay Cradwell about the show. Yes. Oh, tell, she already knows. Tell someone at Taco Bell about the show, mm-hmm. and then also tell them about Lindsay Cradwell. Until next time, I'm Jalanta Greenberg. And I'm Kristen Meinzer. Thank you so much for listening. Bye-bye. And remember, we love you. And so can you. You. Hooray. Yay. Yay. Stitcher. Sometimes it takes a different approach to help you unlock your true potential. With Capella University's game-changing FlexPath learning format, you gain relevant skills you can apply to your career right away. Earn your degree from an accredited university and be confident in the quality of your education. Imagine your future differently at capella.edu. Capella University is accredited by the Higher Learning Commission. Learn more at capella.edu slash accreditation.